exclusive NVIDIA to make ARM-based PC chips and major new challenge to Intel. A new Chrome feature may protect your privacy in a very big way. Amazon will now fire employees who don't come into the office. And a dangerous new malware can crack encrypted USB drives. This is Geek News Central. My name is Todd Cochran. I want to welcome you to episode 1700. Yes, we finally rolled over. And you are listening at Geek News Central, at Geek, the Geek News Central podcast for Monday, October 23rd. This show is sponsored by GoDaddy.com and supported by listeners just like you. Great deals from GoDaddy can be found at geeknewcentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And you can support this show today at geeknewcentral.com forward slash insider by becoming a Geek News Central insider. We are lit. We are live. Of course, you can find out all about that at podcastapps.com. Join the value for value revolution. Earn Satoshi just by listening to this show on a modern podcast app at podcastapps.com. Hey, we want to give a warm, warm welcome to all the listeners of the show. Thanks for being here. Make sure you get over to geeknewcentral.com. When you're on the website, you can follow or subscribe to the podcast right there in the right-hand column of the website. Of course, you can sign up for a newsletter while you're on the website as well. Get connected to us. Get, get engaged. And one of those engagement areas is you can join our chat room at geeknews.chat. That's a Mastodon chat server. Apply for an account. Just say you're a listener of the Geek News Central podcast. I will approve your account in short order. Of course, for our social, social, real simple. We're on X at Geek News. Uh, of course, Email geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com. Again, at geeknews on X. You can follow me on Facebook just as well. All the partner shows are linked at geeknewscentral.com. That includes the new media show, co-hosted by myself and Mr. Rob Greenley, the gadget professor with Mr. Don Bain, who is still out in Europe, but still producing his podcast, and the GNC Week in Review, of course, with our executive producer, Kirk, and his co-host, Scott. So definitely want to thank the entire team here, and more importantly, our long-running sponsor. And I tell you, GoDaddy has been with us really through thick and thin since the early, early days, June of 2005. They came on as a sponsor of the show and uh, have been here every single episode. And really, this is where savings begin. And you today need to go over to geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And when you're on the website, you can lock in your savings. Savings start here. A penny for a new, brand new domain name. $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year. Again, with a free domain name. $1.90. Cause why do I say again? A penny is essentially a free domain name. Again, $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain name or $2.99 a month managed WordPress hosting for the first year. Again, with a free domain name. Two of the best hosting deals on this, just in the known universe. Definitely check them out. You always get a free trial of GoDaddy website builder, your choice of personal business to business plus plans. Again, all these codes, savings begin at geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Get them over there. Get it locked in. 
You save big, save large, and you support this team. The writing team at Geek News Central and all the things we do here keeps the rent paid, the electricity paid, gas bill, insurance. It never ends. There's always something. And, uh, and again, majority, a lot of this money that we earn with GoDaddy go right back to the bloggers. Everything to run this operation relies about 90% of it relies on the GoDaddy sponsorship and your support of them. So I hope that you'll continue to support GoDaddy. And here we are at episode 1700. And again, thank you so much to GoDaddy for being here for the long haul. And uh, we hope all of you will take advantage of those opportunities to get online and start something cool, start building your legacy uh, today. So, wow, what a, you know, it's, it's, been a while coming we've been creeping up towards 1700 between my travel and everything else um it's it's been a while now those of you that are watching the show or maybe been on facebook or seen my little uh cake announcement um i do have <laughs> something's kind of funny um if you notice it and again you're gonna have to go facebook or you're gonna have to watch the video if you're listening, you know, just come and take a peruse. And if you see something interesting around the uh, 1700 celebration, send me an email, <laughs> geeknews at gmail.com. And everyone that sends an email for, you know, uh, noticing the obvious, the episode, <laughs> uh, definitely drop me an email and, and we'll put you in the running. <laughs> Everyone that submits just a simple email, we'll get you an Amazon gift card. And uh, <laughs> all I can say is AI is perfect at all times. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But, you know, I do this every year. And this year, I, I didn't, like, spend a lot of time. Uh, but here's some quick facts and figures. Uh, 8,300 hours producing and publishing this show on my end. 1,900 hours of content that some of you have set through almost from day one. <laughs> 79 days of your life, if you've listened to this show from end to end. And again, you know, really the history goes way back, you know, to about 88 when I started a bulletin board system. And then, um, you know, kind of moved to like 94, 97 time range when I had the uh, bulletin board in a, in a internet service provider's closet, literally. Um, and the fate would allow stars to line. Uh, and part of it was involving me being in an accident in June of 04 that laid me up and put me in a hotel room uh, along Hampton or along uh, I-35 I <laughs> in Waco, Texas, and in the Hampton Inn. And discovering podcast uh, October of 2004. And that first episode, of course, we already celebrated that 19th year with uh, October 9th. But uh, we've not kept up with 100 episodes a year, obviously, because we would be closer to 1,900 than just rolling over 1,700. But, you know, those first five or six years, there, there was barely an episode missed. Uh, my dad's death, obviously, there was, uh, in 2006, we had, uh, you know, missed a few days. 
And then if you're on out, it's been, you know, it's been, uh, you know, just this, this amazing ride. Uh, 2007, when I retired from Navy, I started doing playing with video around episode five, 600, somewhere in there. Got inducted in Podcast Hall of Fame and moved out of Hawaii in 2019 and come here and built this studio. Um, and here we are at 1700 episodes. It's been a, it's been a fun ride. It really, really has. And, uh, all of you that have continued to, to do the ride with me, I appreciate it. We know that 99.7% of you listen, uh, to the show. A few of you will come in and watch the video and say hello while we're live. In fact, if you're, if you're watching today at all, um, you know, it doesn't matter where you're listening. If you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching, uh, uh, doesn't matter where you're watching today. Make sure you check in and say hi in the chat. And we definitely appreciate when you do that. Um, and, you know, having done this show video wise, um, the success of the show is not, not because of the live. Everyone's so wrapped up around live today. The live draws just a few numbers. And if we remember back to when I started doing live is because I was looking for some feedback while we were, I was doing the show at 8 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. And um, that's not the case anymore. So it's like today we kicked off at 5.45, even though I planned on going a little bit later, but I realized I had an uh, interview at 7 p.m. tonight. So I got to get this knocked out, recorded, and uh, be ready to do the interview at 7 p.m. So it's just one of those things where we can go live anytime and then you guys consume the show on demand whenever you want to. And, and then I see the spike, you guys are within 24 hours, about 85% of you grab the show. Then the rest of you trickle in over a couple of days. And I figure that audience that listens uh, within the first 24 hours, because we're talking about news is the audience that's really tuned in and people that get it a few days later, you know, maybe they're playing catch up or something, but, um, I definitely appreciate all of you that are actively subscribed and, and listen to the show and then send comments and stuff, you know, and it goes, you know, there's probably episode 1700 congratulations in my email. But once again, my email inbox is woefully behind. I think I got 2000 emails in my, I, you know, every time I clean up my geek news at Gmail email inbox, uh, and you kill all the spam about two, three months. I'm good. And all of a sudden it just starts creeping in, uh, like crazy. So I have to go through and do another round and killing all the spam, uh, and everything, all the, all the, cause you know, basically when you run in the public sphere, you get signed up for all kinds of stuff and it just, it just gets ridiculous. So, uh, anyway, if, if there's a congratulatory email in there, I apologize. I have uh, not read it. And, uh, and I will send a reply back to you privately, um, when I get caught up in the email, but that, uh, you know, that's kind of been the history here. Knows you've been around for a while. You know, we do this about every year and, uh, you know, just happened to coincide this year with, uh, October being my anniversary month. So now we're on the March to 1800. We're on the March to 20 years in podcasting, which is, you know, crazy when I, when I really, really think about it, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, I, I continue to be excited about a lot of things. And to be honest with you, after the last show, 
um, I was doing some experiments with ChatGPT, um, and I had a an eureka moment. I really I found something very very cool, and my mind was just a little bit blown. I didn't share the results in the blog because it would have gave away what I found, but at some point I probably will. So you probably see a change to the format of how the blog post is written, and uh, you'll kind of get an idea what I what I did. But another thing that's cool is now ChatGPT is tied to Dolly Three, and I created all the last episodes art with ChatGPT. The entire show notes and everything was basically written by with my editing. Uh, was done by ChatGPT. And I think this just gives them a, a leg up over Claude at this point. Uh, Claude still does better overall summaries. But again, uh, doing what I did on the last episode, uh, I, I was pretty impressed with, with, the, uh, with the results um, of that I did not share uh, because I found it out like, you know, literally five minutes after I actually hit publish when I was just thinking around. So, you know, just stuff like this continues to make me excited about the, um, the tech world. And that's why I like bringing this show. I, I think we're just, again, we're, we're seeing uh, going to be vast changes here. I was talking with someone at a Halloween party the other night and we are kind of quizzing each other. And it's just like, they had just discovered some marketing stuff they could do with chat GPT and other tools. And they, they were simply blown away. And I'm, I'm like, you're going to be good because you figured it out. A lot of people are ignoring what's happening in the world here. And, uh, and I don't think, uh, any of us should ignore it now. You know, that kind of leads me into almost the first news segment tonight with this announcement from NVIDIA going to make ARM-based PC chips. Now, this is, this is big. We know that NVIDIA dominates the market for AI computing chips. And now, it's going to come after Intel. They've been quietly designing a CPU that would run, run Microsoft's Windows operating system and use technology from ARM Holdings. The AI chip giant's new pursuit of Microsoft's effort to help chip companies build ARM-based processors. Now, Microsoft plans to take aim at Apple, which has nearly doubled its market share in three years since releasing its own ARM-based chip. So this, this, this could be a major, major... Intel better wake up. NVIDIA and AMD could sell PC chips as soon as 2025. And Qualcomm is talking about joining the market as well. Well, they've been making ARM for laptops since 2016, excuse me. They've been in the game as well, but Intel, you, you better, you better, better move. And I think uh, Nvidia, if you don't own the stock already, is a buy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that stock's going down anytime soon. And I think just demand, because what will they be able to do? They'll be able to build into these chips some of these functions that'll take advantage of some of this AI stuff. And a different level, obviously, but uh, it's, it's just a matter of time before this, before it just changes everything, to be quite frank with you. Hey, if you got comments on today's show, definitely send me an email, geeknews at gmail.com. Definitely want to hear from you. I definitely appreciate it when you send comments. Um, but something coming from Chrome, 
this new Chrome feature may protect your privacy in a big way. Google is prepping an IP protection feature in Chrome. Could make one of the best web browsers even better than it already is. This addition could offer a major security boost to millions of users sick of having our privacy invaded. The IP protection tool will route your traffic through a proxy server, a.k.a. a VPN. This would help to obfuscate your IP address, making it much harder for you to track as you browse the internet. But here's the problem with this. So if Google is going to provide you IP protection, now think about this. Google already owns a huge part of the advertising business. So is it really going to help you? Or does it just give Google that much more information? Because now through Chrome, if you enable this, all of your traffic will be trafficked by Google. So on the surface, this sounds like a cool thing, but maybe you should actually be using your own VPN from a third party. Again, it will, the IP protection tool will route your traffic through a proxy server, again, owned by Google. Now, I just wonder how they're going to say, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to spy on you, but how could they not? I'm sure the terms of service in this is going to be interesting. Um, Google is not our friends, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to privacy at this point. They really, really are not. And you might be better if you start to think about it with a different browser. Especially if you're doing things online you don't want Google to know about. So, I, I don't know. I just, you know, it's like, you know, who, who do you want garden? Do you want the fox garden the the chickens? I, I don't think so. Moving on to Amazon, global manager guidance on Amazon's re return to office policy reportedly gives managers the power to fire workers who fall, who fail to abide by the company's decision to force a three-day-per-week office-based working. According to the notice, managers first engage in a discussion with workers who are not hitting their office-based target. From there, managers may end up having to take disciplinary measures against offending workers, which could potentially result in the termination. Notice reads, if the employee does not demonstrate immediate and sustained attendance after the first conversation, managers should then conduct a follow-up discussion within a reasonable time frame, which Amazon suggests between one and two weeks. The notice continues to detail how managers should highlight that returning to office three days work is a requirement and that continued non-compliance without a legitimate reason may lead to disparate action up to and including termination. So got to go back to the office. Now, if this report is true, this wouldn't be the only company to do this or this month. Roblox said that workers failing to comply with its policies should also be prepared for termination. So 
What's your boss saying? Making you get back to the office or not? I'd love to hear from you. A dangerous new malware can crack encrypted USB drives. Tetris Phantom has been seen targeting government devices to hack official secrets. I found this interesting. When I was still active duty and, and doing government work, you could not put a USB drive in the government computer. Matter of fact, the ports were shut off. The only way, and you think about this as crazy, the only way that I could get media off and transfer it to another machine, or if it, depending on where it was going, was via CD. I had to burn a CD. And there was a whole bunch of permissions that went along with that. But I could not physically stick a USB stick in a computer. The ports were locked down. But this malware seen, and there was, if you needed to transfer big files from one place to the other, there was mechanisms to do that. But it was always major pain. Cybersecurity says they've uncovered a sophisticated new piece of malware, seen compromising secure USB drives to steal sensitive information from government endpoints in the Asia-Pacific region. And when someone says Asia-Pacific, that usually means PACOM. Uh, Pacific Command. They, that's kind of a unique term that people use, Asia-Pacific. Secure USB drives and encrypted partitions files can only be accessed with a password and through specialized software. This method generally used to safely transfer data between systems, including air-gapped endpoints. So we had computers that weren't connected to nothing. They were just, again, <laughs> no network, nothing. They served a specific function. And the only way you could, the only way I could get stuff to some of those devices again was was the CD. And then you know, two-person destruction, you know, all kinds of crazy rules, but, you know, utilized to make sure that, uh, you know, that, that data was not walking out the door. So, uh, should not be surprised here. Again, they don't know which governments were targeted specifically, but when they say Asia-Pacific, that to me smells like Pacific Command of the... Of the, of the military. It's just kind of a unique term that I, I think kind of smells that way. Why would they say Asia Pacific? Um, but anyway, uh, anybody heard anything? Drop me an email. <laughs> Meanwhile, China is targeting iPhone maker Foxconn with probe into tax and land use. Now, the prior chairman, Go who handed Faxcon management to a successor and chief executive four years ago, he resigned his seat on the board in early September after announcing his presidential run in Taiwan. But he still holds a 12.5% stake in the company. So Taiwan funded enterprises, including Foxconn, should also assume corresponding social responsibilities and play a positive role in promoting the peaceful development of cross-strait relations. Foxconn said it would cooperate with the investigation. And again, Beijing has in the past targeted local subsidiaries of Taiwanese companies with regulatory probes and political pressure 
at sensitive or tense times. And him running for president is probably putting Foxconn right at the middle of the crosshairs. Now, if the Chinese Communist Party regime were to say, if you don't listen to me, I'll confiscate your assets from Foxconn. I would say, yes, please do it, Go said at the announcement of his presidential run on August 28th. I cannot comply with their orders. I won't be threatened. Now, that's a pretty bold statement. The founder insisted, despite his decades of doing business in China, which has made Foxconn the country's largest private employer and exporter, he is not doing China's bidding. So the whole Taiwan thing comes up again. Uh, ironic? Hmm, I think not. Tesla, you know, they're always looking to get a little bit of a uh, social bump. Tesla demonstrated the bulletproof nature of its Cybertruck by unloading a Tommy gun into one. So as to make amends and back up the fact that Musk truck is tough as nails, he took to Twitter to confirm that the company emptied the entire drum magazine of a Tommy gun into the driver door, Al Capone style, and that no bullets penetrated into the passenger compartment. This came response from a member of the Tesla owners of Silicon Valley spotting and filming a shot-up Cybertruck cruising along the highway as if it were starring in a scene from the next GTA game. The door panels of the vehicle in question do indeed appear to have been peppered with what appears to be ballistic material, even the process conveniently not been captured on film. Naysayers saying, saying oh, it just blocked a 45 caliber bullet which some ammo expert isn't particularly and I, I shoot a 45 at a at your no don't do this <laughs> i would not shoot a 45 caliber round at my car <laughs> because it's going through that's what's happening so, uh, you know, they had a pretty painful quarter three earnings call. So, you know, maybe need a little, a little spice up in the social media network. CarPlay, Android Auto, mine load by default. But apparently most people still listen to AM or FM radio. New data suggests a lot of people do most often their cars listen to the regular old radio, writes 9 to 5 Mac. You might think 1993. Their market research Edison research, market research company Edison used one day listening diaries to the measure amount of time spent listening to audio then compared to those results for those with and without an in-car entertainment system. Those without an in-car entertainment system spent 67% of their time listening to AM, FM. But among those with an in-car system, 46% still listen to AM, FM radio. Um, I canceled my Sirius XM subscription. They wanted insane amount of money. Insane. It was like 300 and some dollars. I, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. No way. 
I don't need to listen to Howard Stern that much because I'd only listen to him like on road trips or something. If I'm going to listen to something, I'll put on Apple Music or, you know, one of those other. I don't need to, 300 bucks for a year. I, I'm not going to help fund their next satellite launch. I can tell you that much. Microsoft quarter one earnings preview. Wall Street looks for signs of AI powered growth. Revenue for the period expected to come in at $54.5 billion. This is the guesstimate. We will see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, where the actual earning report comes in. With the economy the way it is, uh, we'll see. We'll see. And I haven't been using the product any more than I used to. Not at all. Now, those of you that are worried about your Amazon account and so forth, Amazon has enabled passwordless passkeys on iOS and the web. So it's rolling out passkey support. And they've dipped their toes into passkey support earlier. And it wasn't ready for prime time. So you're now going to need a 2FA code, which wasn't enabled for mobile apps, but I guess it is now. You can enable passkeys through the iOS app once it's updated. It will be under your account, login, and security setup for passkey. Amazon did not provide a timeline. Now, here's the problem. I didn't provide a timeline for Android users. If you share your Amazon account, which I'm sure many of you do, uh, you might not want to do this. I think you can set up alternate email accounts for your Amazon account. You maybe do that first. Google faces new antitrust probe in Japan. The Japan, the Japanese Fair Trade Commission has become the latest regulatory body to announce it's investigating Google for alleged antitrust violations regarding relating to the company's search and advertising. Oh, you think so? Google has been suspected to exclude business activities of its competitors or strict business activities of its counterparties. So in response to the announcement, Google stressed that Android is an open source platform. It's openness and flexibility ensures that users always have a choice to customize their devices. We're going to continue to work with Japan authorities, blah, 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 blah. And of course, the EU, Google is seeking to overturn a $2.4 billion, a $2.6 U.S. fine that was imposed by the EU in 2017. So, and of course, they're going through stuff here too. So, uh, I really think at this point, Google's gotten too big. They need to be broke up. It, it, to me, that seems like the best, the best solution. Now, speaking of alternate browsers, uh, Brave was the darling of many in the privacy space, but they've done something a little weird here. The Brave is under fire for installing its VPN without user permission. Now, they don't turn it on. The firm responded to this claim by claiming these tools won't start operating unless a user manually activates it and pays for a VPN subscription. Nonetheless, the sort of underhanded installation may come as a blow to the privacy concern. People will turn to Brave for a more secure software in the first place. Brave Firewall and VPM are the two incriminating applications that many Windows users are likely to install in a machine without even knowing it. So Brave Firewall plus VPN. So take a look for it. You can unload it if you have it installed or are you using it? You know, when I rented, rented the Tesla down in Phoenix and had such a dismal, dismal experience with it, and I mean, it was 
dismal. A little shot of Red Bull here. Range anxiety was big. And I was just driving around Phoenix locally. Topping up batteries little and often could help reduce range anxiety. So they're thinking about Japan is going to be putting wireless charging at traffic lights. They're prepping a, preparing a pilot program that will see wireless charging tech embedded into the road services in Kashiwa City, Chiba, just outside of Tokyo. The idea is electric vehicles fitted with the appropriate tech waiting in a traffic signal will be able to wirelessly receive a 10-second charge, which could add around one kilometer of range. Now, that may not sound like a lot, but if the trials are successful, it could see the technology implemented at all traffic signals, which could equate to 10 to 20 miles of extra range, depending on how many red lights you hit or you sit in traffic, which you often do in Japan. According to Japanese University Journal, in-motion power supply system feature vehicle detection technology it minimizes standby power wasted by always on transmission coils and road. What's more, it's an exercise in durability and toughness as these bespoke coils will have to be able to stand the weight of daily traffic. So we'll see what they do with this. Uh, you can do wireless charging of your vehicles today. I don't know what the efficiency rating is on that, but it is possible. In kind of a uh, duh moment, the iPhone 16 could be more expensive than iPhone 15 due to rising production costs. You think? Have you bought groceries lately? So they could say it could cost an additional 12 to 14% based on inflation. And the new chipset apparently costs a lot more. So you could look at uh, a significant, maybe as much as 10 to 15% increase between the 15 and the 16. So uh, we'll see. Got some time to wait on that. <clears throat> Dropbox. They're ditching its digs. They're shuttering one quarter of its office space at its corporate HQ in San Francisco. It's paying $79 million to the landlord to mend the contract and forego 165,000 square feet. And basically, they're going to save, by spending $79, they are going to spend um, approximately $200 million over the remaining 10-year lease. So they're Spending 79 to save 200. It's about 130 plus over 10 years. And of course, uh, they, they laid some people off recently, 16% of their workforce. So um, it's, you know, remote working. Some are all in, some are partially in. Pretty cool video. Figure is an interesting company. And in just the first year, they have created. Uh, the first bipedia walking robot. And let's see if I can switch this on. I got to turn the sound off so I don't get a copyright hit here. And let me replay this and uh, bring it up on the screen. So what you've got is, for those of you listening, you got a typical standing robot walking across the floor. It's doing a 90-degree pivot facing the camera. And now it's walking. It, it truly looks like a Terminator-style um, 
a Terminator style robot, to be quite frank. And it's got uh, a digital screen in the front. So anyway, kind of cool on, on what they've come up with. The link will be up in the show notes. You can check it out for yourself. Uh, but anyway, uh, they've gotten to its first prototype in just 12 months. But they had $70 million in funding uh, March of uh, May of this year. So uh, fast moving. Now, the, the Biden administration has designated 31 new tech hubs to encourage innovation. Each location will receive up to $75 million. The article on Engadget did not have the areas. So let me read these off. Tesla hub for equitable and trust autonomy in Oklahoma. Ocean Tech hub in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Headwaters hub in uh, Montana. Elevate Quantum, Colorado. Obviously, Colorado. The Block Tech hub in Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin. Advanced Pharmaceutical Manufacturing Tech hub in Virginia. Regen Valley Tech hub in New Hampshire. IFAB Tech Hub in Illinois, Kansas City Inclusive Biologics and Biomanufacturing Hub in both uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, Heartland Bioworks in Indiana, PR Biotech Hub in Puerto Rico, Wisconsin Biohealth, Baltimore Tech Hub, Birmingham Biotech, Greater Philly Region Medicine Tech Hub, Minnesota Med Tech Hub, Gulf Louisiana Offshore and Wind Propeller. Intermountain West Nuclear Energy Tech Hub in Idaho and Wyoming. South Carolina Nexus for Advanced Resilient Energy, both for South Carolina and Georgia. South Florida Climate, New Energy New York. Nevada Lithium Battery and Other EV Materials. Critical Minerals and Materials for Advanced Energy out of Missouri. Texoma Semiconductor Tech Hub, Corvallis Micro. Fluids Tech Hub in Oregon, New York Smart One Corridor Hub Tech Hub, Advanced Gallium Nitride Tech Hub in Vermont, and uh, Sustainable Polymers Tech Hub in Ohio, Forest Byproducts and Advanced Manufacturing Tech Hub in, in Maine, American Aerospace Manufacturing Tech Hub in Washington, Idaho, Pacific Northwest Mass Timber Tech Hub, Oregon and Washington again. So there's the list. Each of those get up to $75 million. Again, these are tech hub designations, tech hub communities. I'll let you have a link and you can read the full press release on your own uh, and see if some money's coming to a town near you. Maybe it could get on that. According to the Guardian, the, the moon may be 40 million, older, 40 million years older than previously thought. And this is from uh, some dirt they brought back from the 72 Apollo mission. So... Uh, took them that long to figure that out. The DOJ is probing Tesla's EV range after reporting exaggerated numbers. I think we kind of heard about this in documents filed with the SEC. Tesla said it had received requests for information, including subpoenas regarding certain matters associated with personal benefits, related parties, vehicle range, and personnel decisions. So uh, Tesla's received a lot of complaints about their range. I agree. <laughs> Ransomware is threatening more businesses than ever. Hackers are exploiting sloppy migration from on-prem to the cloud. And uh, it's misconfigured cloud. So, you know, we, we have a white, basically we, we pay for, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, 
um, white hat hackers basically sending in reports and it's a bounty program. And I was paying a bunch of bounties today. I think we had four or five uh, over the past couple of months that we looked at and fixed and responded in a, you know, in, in our own way and how we pay, pay them. And, uh, um, and we tell people up front what we pay, what our range is. And I had one, one hacker, he got really pissed. He's like, that was worth $300. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. But what, you know, can't hurt him to ask, but we told him ahead of time what the, what the range was. So if they don't want to submit them, they, you know, but we pay on stuff that's valid. Sometimes we have to say no bounty on this one because of, because of, you know, this, um, it's pretty handy to have a program like that. And, uh, I encourage you if your company doesn't have it to have some sort of bounty program to, to pay these, you know, pay people that find security vulnerabilities. SpaceX will launch ESA navigation satellites amid delays with the European Union's own rockets. And the Falcon 9 will launch up to four Galileo, Galileo navigation satellites. And obviously the Ukraine thing is uh, you know, causing a shortage of uh, rockets that people can use. So that's part of the issue. Major newspapers are negotiating with OpenAI for compensation regarding their news stories use in AI training. Publishers that demand share of the 1.3 trillion generative AI market. Over 535 news organizations block content for chat GPT training. Um, I, I, you know, great. I'm glad they're blocking them. I really am. Because the way AI works, they will no longer be an authoritative. They'll be no longer the authoritative source. So I, I think this is, uh, I think this is, you know, smart news organizations keep on blocking it. Not going to hurt me. YouTube, meanwhile, meanwhile, gets a new AI powered ads that lets brands target special cultural moments. And it's deciding it's this AI is how it decides to show ads to you. And, uh, I'm not, you know, again, I, I've got my some very strong feelings about YouTube and AI and podcasting and a whole bunch of other things that are going on with them right now. Hackers breached the International Crime Court and cyber espionage attack. Well, you know what the International Criminal Court is, right? The ICC is responsible for storing and investigating evidence related to war crimes and genocide. So who has a bunch of hackers? Well, Russia does. Following identification of a potential breach, immediate measures were adopted to respond to the cybersecurity incident and to mitigate the impact. So what type of information were they trying to remove? Well, we know that one of the most notable warrants issued by the court, again, was an arrest for Vladimir Putin. So, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to go after the big boys. You got to be prepared for a big boy attack uh, that comes back after you. All right, that brings me to the end. 1700s in the can. Uh, I hope you had a good time with me. Relatively short, short show here, 45 minutes. That kind of seems to be kind of the sweet spot right now. Remember when we were, used to be an hour 10? I don't get on my high horse too often anymore. Once in a while I do. But again, if you see the. Uh, the, you know, the comical thing today with episode 1700 
uh, send an email in, and you may have to go to Facebook to see it. Go you know, or look at the. Yeah, you won't be able to see it on YouTube. You have to go to Facebook and see it. You can send me an email, geeknews at gmail.com. Tell me what you saw, and we'll put you in the running for an Amazon gift card, and uh, we'll give that out on on the next show. All right, I'll be here Thursday for another edition of the Geekness Central podcast. Uh, All of you, I hope, will be here for the next 100 episodes uh, as our march to 20 years in podcasting continues, which is yeah, pretty insane, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I am going to be doing some travel uh, starting around uh, the middle of the month. Uh, I'm going to be uh, away from the studio for eh, three and a half weeks or so. Um, some of it's business, some of it's personal, uh, but just thought I would give you that. We'll probably probably won't be a lot of video during those three weeks. We'll still be doing the audio show um, because of travel days. I'll probably miss a couple of episodes, but right in around there on Thanksgiving and everything going on. But I'll be with you um, all the way up at a minimum until uh, November 13th. And uh, then we'll have uh, a couple of one episode. I'll probably miss that week and then back with it uh, full on. Um, but again, no live shows. And uh, it's going to be curious uh, to see how all this works out. But I got a new Roadcaster Duel to travel with. It's kind of pissing me off. It's giving me uh, issues with the with the sound the sounder pads. It's not a big deal. But uh, for the new media show, I need those to work the way they're supposed to. And they're not. So I'll be playing with that, seeing what's going on. But other than that, I hope you all are good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the uh, of the family. Uh, geeknews at gmail.com is the email address to send your commentary to at geeknews on Twitter, at geeknews at geeknews.chat on Mastodon. Again, it's been my pleasure to bring you the show. We'll be back with you on Thursday for 1701. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.